everybody out there again. Fifth season, can't believe it, 80 countries syndicated. Here I am, New York City. This year we kicked off, we were in Ireland, right? Woohoo, lots of pints. Yeah. Today we're drinking water, but maybe after a good, uh, a good event, a good podcast, we'll, we'll go uh, celebrate with something else a little bit hearty, brown, hopefully. Um, that being said, folks, Anthony Romeo here again from Wise Up, Wise Up Podcast from the folks at Wise Components. Wise Components has been around a long time providing value-add products and uh, working with amazing manufacturers. Today, uh, we're very fortunate to have AK with us from the company, the holding company, MHT. Um, he is the CTO and also the co-founder of the POE solution known as Inspector. So for those who uh, are Gen X, you remember the uh, Inspector gadget, that's what yeah. I got thinking of, right? So we're about the same age, have uh, two kids at home, so this is how we get to get out of our house and have a little fun today, right? Yeah. So AK, Thank you so much for uh, you know hosting me. We're at we're in their New York City um, office, but you're you're doing projects all over the place. And uh, you know, talk to us you know a little bit before we get into MHT and Inspector. Talk to us a little bit about yourself. Where do you come from, and what brought you to here today? Sure. First, appreciate you coming over. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Not supposed to do it anymore. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know somebody out there would be like, "Oh, those bastards." <laughs> It's clear, so you never know. Yeah, we're, we're saying it's alcohol. So you, you came over to... Yeah, so I came over. I was born in Casablanca, Morocco. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, that is, that's awesome. And I came to the States around 16. A um, little bit of background. I actually, I grew up doing things different. I was um, involved into a technology background since I was in middle school. Oh, wow. The transition from middle school to high school, I was brought on to be in one of the programs that Acapel had. That allowed 30 students out of the country to. Is that Alcatel Lucent? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. It allowed us to become an engineer through high school. Of course, we didn't play sports, but the, uh, the upside was to study 14, 16 hours a day. That included all engineering. So, different degrees, different backgrounds on technology allowed me to become an engineer in high school. So, graduated with multiple backgrounds, multiple degrees that allowed me to think about how to build products a little bit different than an individual. And that transitioned over to my joint venture with uh, Power Metrics International prior to the MHT. It was to design products and get into designing that specific product to get it to market. Fast forward a couple of years from there, I joined with the MHT and co-founded Inspector, which is a pet POE platform. And since then, here we are a few versions later, a few products later. And for those of you who are uh, extreme hobbyists listening to this podcast wise up to sleep better at night and you you rather listen to this than take Lunesta. Uh, power over Ethernet, the POE uh, that, that uh, AKs are referring to. Um, but go ahead, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. But Yeah, yeah. so the technology is really over power over Ethernet, so delivering the power and the data over the same category cable. It allowed us to basically, what we've referred to as the voice over IP technology. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, you remember you used to have a power cord into the phone, and then you had to have a data line or a phone cord. Into yeah. It. And voice over IP came in, and now you could plug in one Ethernet jack, you transferring power and data over to the same components. What we're doing different is now we have more power over that same category cable. Of course, it opened up 
a lot more components, a lot more products that we can connect. And of course, that brings up to a subject of a smart building. Right, a smart building. What is a smart building these days, right? So um, a lot, you, you threw a lot at me, right? Casablanca, you, you threw me off, off my, uh, my game because I, I have to say, I've, I've been to Northern Africa, I've never been to Casablanca. Uh, but that being said, it's amazing how uh, we just did another podcast with um, Mary Glenn, and she was talking about uh, educating youth in this country around the data center uh, aspects, because to, in today's world, everybody says the cloud, and but yet they don't know what the cloud really is and what makes up the cloud or how it's supported, how it's designed, how it's managed, how it's serviced, all these different things, yada, yada, yada. So. It's amazing because you're not a kid, right? You've been doing this a long time. And, you know, all that long ago, you were in Casablanca and they're talking about things that matter, right? Stuff that goes behind the walls, above the ceilings, engineering, right? And engineering in now it's rolling into your your career here at, um, you know, Inspector and MHT, the parent company. So talk to me a little bit about the differences of the two. Um, what I noticed uh, in some of the uh, language uh, for MHT, it changed uh, a little recently, uh, more recently, I should yeah. say. Uh, it was MHT lighting, right? Yeah. So now it's MHT technology Correct. or technologies. Is Correct, technologies. Jeez. So Plural. MHT lighting started in 2009, okay. um, and it was an LED manufacturer. Or I'll back up a little bit. It was an induction manufacturer, induction lighting manufacturer that lasted for 20, 20 minutes or so. Okay. Right after that, uh, LED lighting came along, and of course we were doing LEDs since the, since the beginning. Um, around that transition from going to LEDs, of course the Asian market took over, and we were still MHC lighting, produce lighting fixtures, etc. And fast forward after the LEDs, now it became controls. Controls have become relevant. Right. I have all this LED on each controller, dim in, etc. So we got into the control aspect of it, and of course now we want lighting and controls, power of Ethernet fit in that 30 watt or so. Right, So, and that's what I was going to get into, the wattage, right? So right. when you go into uh, your, your big box store to buy a box of light bulbs, and a lot of times it would be how many watts, 60 watts, 40 watts, but now it's talking about lumens. and. Correct. Now you're talking about so much less power that's needed to consume or p rather provide power to those those lights and doing on a backbone uh, power over Ethernet, right? Which is allowing you to not only control the lights, but so many other things, right? Absolutely. So really the MHT technology really, the name change really to allow us to kind of explore right. what we do. What we do today is really a technology backbone with so, software. So with so I was okay. That leads me in. This is good. We should we should do this again. Um, so with that said, anything with an IP address that has an open API, you're pretty much your control system exactly. can take it over. Okay. It allows us to connect to it. And okay. Of course, now it's based on IP backbone, which means that I can take information through the software. I can deliver information to other building systems. And I think that's what a, a true building management system is supposed to be. It's IP, taking information from one silo and bridging it to another silo. Right. So truly understand the definition of what a smart building is then. Because yep. it's actually now you're talking about more than lighting or, you know, your blind control. You're talking about potentials with HVAC systems and uh, your calling system and your, your overall 
everything that again that's you know from the door opening your elevator operating i mean the the list is just endless if you think about in a modern day building what's you know what has an ip address that you could take over that's that's fascinating so one remote but you can't control the tv right yeah you, still, <laughs> you never know it's there's still. room for improvement oh, yeah, no. so um so 2009 it's a lighting induction then transferred over LEDs. to leds now fast forward you're integrating control systems uh basically everything this is this is amazing so let me ask you this. So how do you go to market? Like who, who is your, you know, the person that you want to educate and, and tell them this is the ROI because lighting, just take it from that position, right? Lighting alone, uh, the traditional measure has been in place for over a hundred years. Right. So if you look outside this window in New York city, where we are in the downtown area, um, there's a lot of buildings that's already existing. So why is a building owner or a client that's moving in that's becoming the anchor tenant? Is there some type of incentive other than, you know, use, uh, you know, accessibility or ease of use? Of, or is there any type of tax breaks or incentives that you could touch on? So really we're, we're targeting the owners and the owner's reps. Okay. And for them to understand that when you open a building and now you're going into a building that's traditionally built, you're years behind. Because if you look, take a look at the infrastructure and the ceiling, what we have done in the technology is we, we're passing every single light just to go to an access control and connect PoE into it. Next camera, collect PoE into it. We forgot that the highest density component in the ceiling is probably lights and next to it would be shades. It's the infrastructure change, mm -hmm. putting in low voltage infrastructure that's allowing you to scale and allow you to be flexible is what I would educate and I would want someone to consider. And that gives you a few different options. You want to be able to connect low voltage lighting or low voltage controls, but you want to take a look at the smart building and I may just take 10 seconds to define it. In my opinion, a smart building is an autonomous building that works on its own but without taking all these silos into a centralized location, you want the same infrastructure, same similar digital infrastructure to work autonomously. You could have the smartest lighting, but if it doesn't integrate with your HVAC, then to your point, it's muted because then right. that lighting just works on its own and it doesn't really finish that whole smart building definition. So for us, we're educating customers on change your infrastructure to a low voltage or digital infrastructure such as PoE, because one is standard, it's, it's standard base. It's, you can plug the same laptop and an access control to the same switch that you can plug a light control or a node into. So it allowing you to have that flexible space because we don't know what three, five, ten years right. from now. But I know that the Ethernet cable is not going away. Right. It's still going to deliver it, power. And absolutely. I mean, 5E, they were saying, well, my background, I was at a manufacturer for a dozen years, and the 5E, ten years ago, they were getting rid of. It's still here. And now they migrated from 5e to 6 is being sold more readily than that and they have 6a and they've there are certain manufacturers that are producing category 7 uh, 7a shielded and category 8 uh, not regularly deployed or used in many cases uh, traditionally it's still between a combination of 6 and 6a uh, there are still many applications for 5e uh, won't get rid of it yet but no, it, it, it's, it's amazing what you're saying um, because 
in one of our older podcast episodes, we had um, the consultant Siska Hennessy on. And uh, it was in the beginning of the COVID era, right? So we're not out of COVID. We're, we're still in COVID, but it was early on in 2020. And uh, what we were talking to them about was the inefficiencies of buildings were so apparent during the COVID era, the beginning of the COVID era, because, um, you know, everyone or a good portion of the world was restricted to their home, right? Or, and they couldn't go to the office. So all these buildings were, were turned on, right? So when asked the question to me, they were like, so in the last six months, nobody's been in these buildings. How much power consumption have they saved? And I was like, he's like, trick question. They haven't saved, they've saved zero because these buildings were flipped on and then that's it. You have different zones for the HVAC system. You have lighting platforms, which is what you were talking about. It's second, it's, uh, it's um, secondary, you know, it's not the same system. So it's not talking all in one platform on a technology platform. It's, it's dumb. It's not a smart building, right? So let me ask you this question. Now, you're the manufacturer, you're one of the founders of, of this Inspector product. How does one, uh, whether you're listening or not to Wise Up Podcast here, how does one, A, uh, learn more about something like this? Like, if let's say if I'm a, an electrical contractor, union or non-union, uh, or a systems integrator on AV security, et cetera, how do I, how, how do I learn more about this to implement it in my business and as an offering to my clients. There are really a few ways to kind of get in touch and learn about this, and that's part of our part of our journey is actually educating okay. the, the masses. So if you're an architect, we have an AAA course, two accredited AAA courses that would allow you to come in, and or we would host you and, and go to your office and actually present to you what POE and design. If you're an MEP, we have a training course that allows you to basically take symbols from our platform or from your platform, Revit, Cadden, and we share that, those symbols with you to kind of design it. And if you're just a low voltage contractor, you're an integrator, we have training programs that allow you to learn how to install and integrate an inspector system. Training courses from foundation courses to level one, level two, et cetera. Visit obviously EMHT Technologies website and you'll be able to see okay. all of that. So I, I would guess that that menu of options there would have a price associated to the different tier levels or what is it? It's mostly, it's not, I don't think it's up charge right now. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to get on that, figure out how I make money off of this. <laughs> now, um, so folks, again, if you, you haven't heard from AK, he's saying you got to learn about what uh, inspector could offer to you and your customers out there, or you yourself are a customer. Um, you know, making your building more efficient, um, especially in, in today's environment. Everything you hear 30 seconds on the radio or the television talking about green initiatives, right? So let me ask you about that. So because what we're hearing in the current events for the last dozen years, you know, uh, our carbon footprint is in the dumps, right? So how does this, uh, your, or I should say, how does your company is, you know, well, I shouldn't say it's, it's not 
what it's doing because you've explained a great deal of what the product is, what it consists of. What I'm getting at is, are there any incentives yeah. that you're aware of? Yeah, so absolutely. We heard of the local law 97 and the fines that are associated with you, with the tenant or an owner, a building owner, to reduce their carbon footprint emission. And what Inspector does is we took it a step further, if you will. First, we defined what a smart building and you harvest the benefits just by implementing that, the right. ability to save energy, et cetera. We went to a step further and have a product called the sustainability dashboard that allow you to not only measure what you're consuming, but put KPIs around it to figure out if I'm an end, an end user and I would like to save an X amount of energy, right. the platform would guide you based on the telemetry that it's getting from the mills, the lighting, the shades, the all the, the silos that are connected and allow you to follow that goal and actually achieve it by coming up with AI. So, so much more than lighting. You could, you could dictate a movement of foot traffic. Absolutely. And then you could say, let's say, especially San Francisco, New York City, your, any major NFL city, you're paying a premium, right, for square footage. So now, I'm just thinking out loud here, if, if I'm a, a large Fortune 500 company with X amount of square footage in one of these major cities and I'm coming up on lease renegotiation or I'm looking for a new site to go in and I had these KPIs and I had this information, I could say, well, I could reduce my square footage significantly. Or in fact, you could say, well, heck, I, I need more space, right? Um, so the, the rent that I'm paying now is too damn high. So I have to look for a new space because we're, we're busting out of the seams or in a better case scenario would be we're only using 40% of the square footage here. Why are we paying a premium for 100, you know, 100 square feet when we really only need 40 square feet per yeah. person, right? So th those are great indicators of why somebody should deploy your system. I mean, th this is not a, uh, what's that thing, uh, the QVC channel? <laughs> It's not act now, get it while it's hot. You click could the click the link below and you could buy it right now. Come to your house, install it. That's not this. This is an education platform that we're using to talk about MHT technologies and their division known as Inspector that AK runs successfully. Um, one question, another question for you. The, the markets that you were talking about before, you, you mentioned the, the owners and the owner's reps. Are, do you see more or less advantages in hospitals, schools, or other verticals, transportation sectors, whatever? Sure. Yeah, the majority of the market, because we're obviously based in New York City, so we focus on commercial real estate. It's our backyard. There's plenty of it around here. Right. And that was been, that's been successful for us. But the other verticals that are worked on for us is hospitality. And I'll get into each of them independently. Hospitality was the focus on luxury hotels and giving that customer experience, right? As a Marriott member, I walk into a hotel and I scan my badge and they, they recognize my name, but I want my settings to be global around right. the whole Marriott property. So if that technology was implemented throughout the spaces. Now I can go in and says, welcome AK. You like the shower to be at 72 and you want the TV to be on so-and-so channels and your lights to be on this level. The moment I check into any hotel around the world, sounds complex, but if you have an infrastructure, it's that easy. No, but how many surveys do, uh, you said Marriott, how many surveys does the Hilton Group or the Marriott Group or any major large hospitality chain send out 
to their users. I know my wife and I just took the family uh, to Disney World not too long ago, and we're going back. And we filled out a survey, like, you know, what did we like about the product, the properties, and what did we dislike about the properties? And they, they want us to go there versus another place. Yeah. The same thing goes with a Marriott or a Hilton chain. They, they want to attract their people. They, wanna, they want that retention that you are only going to be a Marriott member. You're not going to be a Hilton member. You're not going to be a Fairmont member. You're going to be a Marriott member because they know you. Right. So, you, so yeah, no, again, going back to that smart building is playing such a, you know, vital role in everyday life. Um, you mentioned before, uh, going, jumping back about Local Law 97. So for folks that are unaware of Local Law 97 back in 2019, I believe it was put into effect. And basically, if you're a, a restaurant connoisseur, Somebody that likes to dine all the time, like myself, you're always conscious of those letter grades in the window that say, oh, it's, un it's unsavory to eat here, and I'll, I'll still eat there if it, there's a letter C, if it's good food. But nonetheless, in New York City and many other major cities that have deployed local on 97, you'll see the same type of letter grade in the window without a restaurant. And that's basically talking about the, the, the poor efficiencies within the building. So the city of New York is only one of many cities throughout the United States that have put this law into effect back in 2019. So MHT, that we were talking with AK, CTO, and uh, co-founder of Inspector Product, again, on Wise Up Podcast, he, he's bringing uh, value add, uh, creating and help not only create, but maintain smart, energy-efficient buildings. I don't know if you've been living under a rock, you might have heard if you, you might have not heard of the green initiative, right? So, and, and again, I hate to sell on fears because in a way that's what we're doing, but there is not an act now, buy now, click here link. This is an educational format that we're talking with you and they thank you for doing that and, and sharing this with me. Um, we went over a lot so far and, and I'm not letting you go yet. Um, we, we spoke about the, the training aspects, which I don't know why you said it, but you said it, they're, they're relatively free. So, okay, I'll let you go on that. I'm going to figure out how to make money off of it, but we'll talk after the exactly. podcast. Um, all jokes aside, because I'm not that funny, um, you're talking about the design implementation, the, the features, the functions, the, the ROI to the building owners, the managers, now, is there uh, another thing? Like you said, hospitality, but there are there's definitely others. Yeah. So another vertical for us was or would be the assisted living. Oh, so yeah. it's it's a version of hospitality, and if you definitely. think about the, the the tenant that lives in there, there's a lot more that needs to be done and catered to that tenant to make sure, or that occupant to make sure that they feel like at home. They feel that they're treated properly. And it starts with a simple circadian rhythm that's been proven to be, to allow humans to be more productive mm -hmm. in schools and hospitals and assisted livings. Just that change of natural light, especially if you don't have a window that you can look at or you're not able to look at a daylight. And just having that light change throughout the, throughout the day allows you to be more productive. It's as simple as changing the Kelvin temperature of the light. It sounds that simple, but you need a platform to do it. And Additionally, one of the implementations we have done is we just had sensors in the, in the tenant space. And it's not because monitoring or privacy, et cetera, 
one of the use cases that was actually brought on to us is, for example, a, an occupant that would wake up in the middle of the night more than three, four, five times, headed to the restroom, crosses, trigger the motion. It's not about triggering the motion to turn the lights, but it's that data, that data telemetry that now, as a nurse, they can look at the report and without having a camera, without locking every right. day on there. So you're not in, you're not in uh, infringing upon their privacy. We're putting cameras in every room, just like hospitality, or more so important in assistant living. So I, I get what you're saying there. And of course, crossing that motion sensor more than three times a night, you know, now you need to get diagnosed, etc. These are the things you don't think of day one when you're putting infrastructure. And to your point, we're not selling fear. What we're telling everybody is. You, if you don't act now, this is not a phone or a car that you can take back a deal and say, I don't want it. This is a building infrastructure that you put it on. Once you sign a lease, it's usually a 10, 12, 15 right. year lease. So you don't act now, you're locked in for 10 for that amount of time. and it's Your fault, sucker. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's about the infrastructure, right? Yeah. Pick the right infrastructure, pick something that's scalable, flexible. And I believe, I'm a true believer that POE is the way to go. And it's been proven. It's not a some technology that started last year that's about to fade. Or no, no, it's been around a long time. It's been uh, around enough. I know. I, I dabbled in it. Uh, there used to be a company called Redwood Systems, and uh, the former company that I worked for, they had acquired it, so it was in my wheelhouse. And and uh, when we were selling it, it was back then in the infancy stages. Right. And people were like, you know, you're, you're selling me magic. You know, the ones that bought it and, and took it on to it, they weren't so keen on the lighting platform as much as what you were saying, that, that rhythm, the alchemy rhythm that uh, um, allowed them to understand the footprint that is needed versus wanted. You know, in the office space, it was like, oh, an office matter to say, we have 100 employees coming in to start in Chicago okay, we're going to need 100 square feet per person. Well, you don't have to do that now, right. especially in today's environment when the whole world wants to work from remote. The, the, uh, the point about remote, you know, hybrid workspace and post-COVID or post the 2020, we all still were used to washing groceries and no one wants to touch any lighting controls and you walk into a conference room with a meeting, no one wants to do anything. Right. Well, how do we bring that into reality, right? When we were at home working from home, I had my own comfort of either my mobile phone or everything was on my app. Right. Well, if I had a platform that was mobile friendly, it allows me not only to bring an app. And the example I give here is in our conference room, I walk in, I scan an access control that's not ours. It's a POE platform that takes that data and it changes the light, the HVAC, and the shades to my preference. Someone else comes in, scans the same QR code, it allows them to access the, the conference room for the time. And changes the settings so it's that behavior that we're used to bringing it back into the office so you can attract people to come back again and do something like this right so form meets function right yeah. so it, that's beautiful it's art um, you know how often do you see your outlook calendar it's packed and you say oh I want a conference room in Connecticut office or Long Island office or New York office oh it's booked it's booked it's booked but what happened was somebody met there for five minutes and they're like, oh, let's go to lunch, or let's go grab coffee, or, oh, I have a, a customer, why don't you come with me, we'll go meet with them, or vice versa, you know. Uh, it's happened so frequent, right. th at least to me in our, our, our small war world, that it, I see that it makes a lot of sense what you're doing. So, we again, just to recap, we, we spoke about laws, 
and uh, the case studies, the KPIs, uh, the industries that, that you're focused on with this um, inspector product. And, you know, talk to me a little bit about the differences between, if any, uh, with MHT and, and, you know, MHT is the MHT Technologies, the parent company, but Inspector is the, the, platform. the platform. So is it the solution? And then this is just the, the car manufacturer, if you will, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, MHT Technologies basically yeah. has MHT lighting, which is the arm of LED lighting. Got it's it. still the same. Same LED lighting that we So we it's all one one throat to choke. If right. something's wrong, they're coming back to MHT exactly. no, regardless. Yeah. But you got them you got them covered, so it's no big deal. Right. Especially when you're training them for free. <laughs> you know, that's another story we'll talk about at a later date. But no, um, I, I can't thank you enough for uh, taking this opportunity to meet with me and and go over uh, the platform, the industries that you cover how one could uh, understand both from an engineering standpoint, uh, design aspects, implementation, and maintaining it. Um, what are typical uh, cycles? So let's say from start to finish, if used as a hypothetical, I have happened to be a building owner. I, I'm talking to you today. Start to finish, it's an existing building. Uh, what what would it take, start to finish, time frame wise, to to twenty thousand square foot warehouse? So it's a typical construction phase. It's okay. Where we come in is right after the the RCP or the concept phase. Right, we're coming at the concept phase, understanding the requirements. Hopefully, the customer or the owners and the owners rep have the same vision as we do. Right, smart building, automated building, being able to harvest energy savings, sustainability. Um, productivity for the end user depending on the vertical and then of course that goes into an RCP right and then from that reflective ceiling plan the MAP gets involved start designing it we would help the MAP there's integrators now that in city they're actually nationwide that would come in and actually help all these stakeholders the architect the lighting designers the MAP to kind of stitch the and integrate all these systems because we are we play one part of the entire smart building there's HVAC, there's shades, right. there are lighting controls, and all that get, needs to be put together. And that's a good point. And we, we touched on it a little bit today on all the different aspects. So like uh, anything with an IP address that has an open a API, who is going to be responsible for writing the code for that? Does it, does it depend upon each product or is it, it dependent? It, de it depends on the outcome, right? Yeah. What do we want it to do? If the owner or if the client has a BMS system, then everybody reports to the BMS system. So everybody kind of- Still writes, that way, okay, right? okay. And if a lot of times we get actually how Inspector was grown, it was, we were fortunate with clients' needs and it started with a lighting control package, right? All we, we knew in 2014 and 15, all we needed to do is lighting controls. And that's what is Inspector for, it was Inspector for the first year. Shortly after that, Shades came along and now Shades were PoE and the integration was, can Inspector now control Shades as well as lights? And of course, we branched out to controlling shades, to control RGBW, integrate with access control, with HVAC, and slowly but surely, it just starts growing. Because it's a, yeah, it's a mouthful. It really is, and you, it's all like under one roof, you know. So, it's amazing that your system is not deployed everywhere. Honestly, and I, I mean that wholeheartedly. Um, so, we talked about 
how one could learn more about this, going to your website. And again, all this will be in the show notes. So don't don't hesitate if you missed it while we were uh, jibber jabbering. Uh, I'll make sure that all that information is put into the notes, into our show notes. Uh, we'll we'll make sure that you're following MHT, and if you're not following MHT, uh, you you need to. Uh, it, honestly, you, you check them out on their social media pages as well as their main uh, website uh, for future events. Because uh, I know these guys are all over the place. Um, the the other thing that I would that I would add. Um, you know, again, we, we touched on hospitality, healthcare being, you know, from the, uh, the assistant living aspect, but another thing where we all have been, unfortunately, good, bad, and indifferent have been in hospitals and whether it is to birth of our children, which is a great thing, right? Or the other side of it, right? You always are filling out surveys with the hospitals, always. And that's because they have this thing uh, called the uh, HCAP score. Mm-hmm. And they're always trying to improve patient experience. Right. So this is something that, you know, is a focus, I'm sure, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So what, what, um, what's your, your gem, if I had to say, other than your children? What's the, the best thing out of MHT Inspector that, that you've done thus far? Because I know it's going to be great things. It's a many list, but what are you most proud of? I and think right now I'm truly excited about our integration with demand or power on demand. Um, it's just something different that the industry it needs, right? So what we what we have done is we know that there's sustainable energy outside of the building, and how do we bring it in into the PoE world, and how can I leverage that information and that power and still power up other devices? So if I take in a DC input. On top of my power over Ethernet, I'm truly excited about, you know, challenging what's possible. Right now, PoE locks at 90 watts per cable. Well, what if we take in additional energy and go beyond it, either to class 4 or bridge it and still combine alternative energy with power over Ethernet? And that's truly an impact. If you add the flavor of software, and I know the word AI is all over the place, social media, everybody uses <laughs> yeah, yeah. it. Um, but I truly believe that that aspect of it is really what's going to make a difference in our world. You know, everybody's scared now from ChatGPT or maybe embracing it. My way of it, and maybe I'm just a technologist at heart, is I use these technologies to make myself productive and leverage them to the best. Right. I we all heard of the story when the calculator was around. People thought that you know humans will get a lot dumber. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But it's on our advantage right now that we can use a tool such as a calculator. And figure out arithmetics without going back to... Oh, yeah, no. And, and we could jump into the rabbit hole real quick on <laughs> AI. I know it because I, I I am a technologist myself. I consider myself to be because I, I'm all for autonomous vehicles and everything. And, you know, uh, but I understand certain aspects and certain fears. But what you point out is a great fact is that, you know, you're not... You're not leaning on it as a crutch. You're learning with it, right? Absolutely. So you're seeing how you could deploy it and implement it into your daily life with your product solution. So that, that that's a great way approach, in my opinion, anyway, if that matters for much. You know, uh, that and uh, maybe my kids think so, right? So <laughs> I'm still a hero to them because yes. they're little. Yes, <laughs> we absolutely are. Yeah, so, no, thank you so much for this uh, great opportunity to learn who you are, where you came from, 
what you're doing today and what's to come with your company, NHT, uh, and the Inspector product. I think it's phenomenal what you guys are doing out there. Uh, I see a lot of communication on social media, all the, the uh, your team members that are out there uh, putting great uh, knowledge drops. Um, and, uh, and remember, you are going to get fined out there if you have a building. It's a certain square footage. And so I'm right under the cusp, so I'm good right now. So, But they'll change, and I'll, I'll be talking to you. Exactly. Um, but no, thank you so much. Anthony, it it's really has been. I really uh, enjoyed having this discussion today. And again, for all of you that this is your first episode uh, of Listen or your fifth season uh, solid listener, thank you so much. Do check, check us out on uh, Apple, iTunes, Google Play, whatever you stream in. We're, again, syndicated in 80 countries. And uh, we appreciate every listener out there, whether you be one person in, in Bangalore or 100 people in New York City in my backyard. I greatly appreciate you. Um, the comments, the likes, all on our social media, which is found on Wise Up from Wise Components, we greatly appreciate Continue it. Uh, if there's anything that we could uh, touch on uh, to go more in-depth on POE, talk to uh, AK again. Love to have him. Um, but thanks again, and we're out.